Hello there, welcome along to episode 78 of the Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based New York Yankees podcast. I'm Kev and I'll be your host tonight. Happy to say I'm joined by Jack Brown. Evening Kev, how's it going? I'm good mate, I'm good. Good to be back and do a normal one. Certainly is. Get off that desert island for a bit. <laughs> uh, Rob, how are you? Rob's here tonight. Well, I, I'm, the emotional roller coaster of the last stranded at third, I was doing all right until I heard the can I take a computer to a desert island? <laughs> Does it have the internet? And yeah. then the most counting response of, oh, actually, I like our toast. <laughs> I like, you think to yourself, oh my God, where's this Where's this podcast going? When you yeah. end with it, I like toast. <laughs> I, I, I did so, try yes, to humor him, humor him with a wind-up toast. <laughs> Yeah, mate. It was. I, I loved it. His music choices were great. If, if you haven't listened, um, Stranded at Third Base, which is nothing like Desert Island Discs, I promise. But yeah, have a listen. It's basically just people's stories. We've got um, we've got Briggsy lined up next. I see Briggs is coming coming next. I'm just trying to find a date when we can get a, get together and get that recorded. Awesome. So awesome. That'll, I look forward to that one. Yeah, that'll be one to look forward to. I think it should be should be fun. And also re-released all the ones that we did last year, the four that we did last year. I thought I'll re-release them because they were on the old host network and they, they got basically deleted off of it. Um, so thankfully I still had them on my computer, so I've uploaded them. Give them a listen if you get a chance. Right, so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the, the sort of trade chat around about the Yankees. Um, <laughs> been some interesting stuff getting talked about this week. Some guy on Twitter threw out like a trade that was happening for Matt Olsen last night and people were all over it as if it was gospel. Mm. It's just some random guy making stuff up. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat about that, what we think about what's going to happen. Then Jack's going to humiliate us all because he's listening back to our predict- pre-season hey, predictions. I'm, I'm not going hum- to humiliate you. I'm going to you're, humiliate you're, you're going to do it yourself, <laughs> your predictions. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking forward to a a nice wee chat tonight about the Yankees, possible trades, and then you threw this idea in there. So that'll nah, be good fun. I'm actually wondering if you got yours right, and that's why you wanted to do this, but I'm sure we'll find no, out. No, no, nah. no, none of us no, got it right. There's room for improvement. I think you as the Captain Miserable shit are probably going to be the closest out of all of us. I'm just guessing. It's <laughs> all like I doom. Ge- <laughs> I genuinely cannot think. I, I honestly can't think. I think... Might have a chance with one of the Cy Youngs, but I, I honestly, I, possibly NL MVP, but I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I can't actually remember them. I'm there, there's, struggling. there's a moment. There's a moment in that particular episode, our prediction episode, that gave the best, the marked reaction to one of our selections, gave one of the best sound, bait, sound bites I've heard since we've been doing this. Okay. In this show, so okay. uh, you should have pulled, pulled it up and we could. I, I wish I had. I wish I had clipped it. It was um. Yeah. yeah uh, we'll leave it at that for the time being. Yeah, we can maybe <laughs> edit it in if, if if we can be bothered. Right. Okay. So, um, I, I suppose we should probably start by the. Let's start by the news that actually took me a little bit by surprise. The confirmed news of the new third base coach at the. Yankees, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was not expecting him to be in the run. It's ex-mates manager, uh, Rojas. Um, but isn't it, isn't it nice for him to get a promotion? Because how often <laughs> is it at work when you... When you... <laughs> yeah, well, he's, I, he's gone from a AAA side to the majors now, hasn't he? So yes. Exactly. It's nice, 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 to see, nice to see hard work's rewarded. The thing is, the, thing that, the, thing, the first thing I thought of was, I think the last guy we took that failed badly at the Mets was Joe Torre. You know, he'd come off of a failure at the Mets and everyone laughed, you know, clueless Joe when he came to the Yankees. And he turned out all right. I'm quite happy with this. You know, I've, I've seen a few folk mention on Twitter about he's a proper baseball guy. I think Buck Showalter said this guy knows knows the game inside out and stuff like that. So it's a kind of quite interesting move more than I was expecting. Sort of somebody I hadn't really heard of to get the, to get the gig. Someone, you guys. someone that doesn't seemingly across as a boon guy. That makes yeah. sense. So he doesn't seem like a boon yes man or or anything like that. So that could be a that can be a for me a plus side. He's not because um Nevin by all accounts was estimates of Boone and this that, and the other. So not a yes man by the sign sounds of it. Someone that got a different opinion. So someone that saw the Yankees last season, how bad we were, we're with the Mets. And um hopefully he's got some pointers that can come our way. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean, the guy's obviously got a chunk of experience at, at different levels of the sport. But he's also been in the hot seat, so he'll have 
I don't, I don't know if the right word's empathy with the manager, but he'll have certainly, um, he'll know what it feels like to be in the hot seat and stuff like that. So I think he's actually a better wingman for for Boone than, than probably Nevin was. So yeah, I'm, I'm all over it. I, 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 I want a third base coach who understands how far it is to run <laughs> from third base to home. And yeah. that would be nice. And not not repeatedly screwed up. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for this. I think it's just that bit of experience in there. It's a thankless task there, base at the end of the day. I mean, that is a thankless task. So if you've got someone who can read the game a bit better than Nevin, by all accounts, Nevin was the one that went against the analytics. He wanted to go back to the old school baseball. Uh, and, and sometimes that just creates a tension. Um, it was time for Nevin to move on. And and, and I'm all for it. I, I must admit, like you guys, I didn't expect to get a guy of this standard in. Uh, let's just see how it works out. And it, uh, sort of thing that, well, hopefully, although Boone's done his longer-term deal, we'll just keep him on edge a little bit. When you've got another big league manager there, I'll be interested to see who else they bring in around Boone after this appointment. Yeah, there's still a few more to come in, isn't there? But yeah, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted by it. I think it's um, it, it's not the kind of guy I expect us to go for, but in a very positive way. So yeah, happy days. And and uh, have you seen that Marcus Thames has now been appointed by the Marlins as their hitting coach this evening? Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Good luck to him. So let's yeah. let's see how much how much Pete does sliding around in his back garden with that one after. You know, see, see the thing is, like, or more punching the floor. I think <laughs> the thing is, we laugh at these guys when they leave the Yankees because they suck, and then they tend to go somewhere else and be good. And I'll actually get yeah. onto that when we if we get around to talking about the sort of MVPs and stuff like that because it's a it is definitely something that goes on. I think like the AL manager of the year, Kevin Cash. I was not impressed with him when he was here. At the Yankees, but anyway, um, next bit of news confirmed news with the Yankees is Julie Rodriguez coming back. Not a massive move as such, but he done he done okay. Done a job, didn't he? Done a job. Yeah, he's pretty cheap and yeah, yeah, he's he's bullpen arm in it. Yeah, I think did did they actually decline his deal and then bring him back, saving half a million bucks or something like that? So Mm. yeah, nothing to write home about. So let's talk about the interesting stuff then. The first thing that's got me excited recently is the potential trade for Matt Olsen. Um, this is one I was talking about last night. I should have pulled the tweet up actually, but some guy threw a a bombshell tweet in there saying that they were going to trade... Who was it now? They were going to trade... So like Glaber, Davy, Davy Garcia. Uh, Peralta. Yeah. No, I don't think. I don't think. No, Peralta is one of those names that's been linked with Olsen. It was yeah. Peralta. I don't think. Um, I don't think Glaber was. Hang on, I'm just trying to find it because somebody posted it. In... That's, me, that's that's me hoping to add Glaber to it now and stuff like that. Yeah, Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because no, Oswald got... Peraza, Luke Voigt, Debbie Garcia, Austin Wells, and one to be decided lately outfielder. Um, but I, I mean, the guys clearly just made it up. Um, some of the bigger names in the thing said that the Yankees and the A's have been talking, but they haven't talked players yet. I'd be surprised if they gave up Austin Wells because he was a first round pick, first round pick of heir apparent while catching issues. So I'd be surprised if they give him up because I don't, I know we've got a couple of catchers in the system, but I think he's a star or a one in position, isn't he, to take that? So yeah. I'd be surprised if he give, goes in there and Evie took a step back last year. So yeah. are we are we selling low on that rather than selling high? I think so, so. Yep. So could they keep hold of him? Hopefully, he gets has another, has a better season, and we can maybe trade him if needs be on a, on a better season. Um, the rest are kind of Peraza. Peraza, did you say is? Yeah. Shortstop. Yep. We've we've got so many young shortstops in in the in the system. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's used somewhere along the line. And but yeah, it's it's yes. a, a position we need, isn't it? Third place. The issue is the it's the forty man on Friday, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, uh, and so you are going to be looking. You have this. You need to create space because I think the A's are on some twenty something they're down to, and I think we're right on the forty. So um, we, I know, we've got room to chuck a lot at it. I know Brian Hoke was on um, Talking Yanks yesterday or the day before, and he said they'd talk that possibly they could look at maybe trading Loisaga on a on the high to make some room, or even a. Um, Chad Green, I would maybe hate make to some lose room, make some room there. But that's just talking. It's not. Yeah, there's no, oh. it's just him saying. But these are the ones that obviously, if you want to get Hall back, maybe the wise guy. He's 
Oh, without a doubt. In, in theory, is is his stock going to go any higher than what it is at the moment? I would like but to wait does, and see. If it does, that's that's. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's just all talk at the moment, isn't it? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I, I, it would make me sick if we lost Lasaga. To be honest, hmm. I yeah, just yeah. Think yeah. He, He's been fantastic. Chad, Chad Green is, is a solid bullpen arm. I know he has his ups and downs throughout the season, but generally on the whole, he's more. He's more good than, than bad, isn't he? Bad, I, think, but, um, I think it'll be. I think it'll be Herman. I think. I think. I think if you're going to put an arm in there, what's going to be of interest? It's time for Herman to move on from us. I, oh, I think without a doubt, be part of the package. I mean, you look at Matt Olson, 27 year old. He's um, 39 home runs, 271 batting average, 111 ribbies. He's pretty good. With a glove, um, Every, everything I've everything I've seen or read seems to be him or him or Rizzo. I mean, I would be happy one, with one Rizzo. Or the other. I don't know about you I guys. I think Rizzo have... was really. I'd be happy with Rizzo for for yeah. one season or a two year deal or something like that. I think it's probably the end of Luke for it as a Yankee. I think we all, oh yeah, I fairly yeah. agree with that. Um, yeah, but yeah, but, it's just a position we need to strengthen. Sure. The thing with Olsen though is he's he's under team control. Till, well, he's a free agent 2024. He's our eligible, so he will be getting paid, um, which is obviously why um, the A's will be kind of keen to move him on after that season. Um, I would love him. Lefty bat, um, hits for power, you know, gives you a proper return to that first base position, the kind of return we should be getting. As mm-hmm. I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against Rizzo coming back, um, but I think it will depend on what he's asking. Yeah, what he's asking for and, and yeah. I mean, I wonder what this guy will get in arbitration, Matt Olson. Because Rizzo, you're looking at what, two years at what, 36, you would guess something like. Yeah, 15, I think, 15 uh, and 20 million a year. I'll yeah, I, th- I think that's up. fair. This guy got 5 million last season. Um, and he's obviously going to arbitration again, coming off of a career year where he's put up some serious numbers. 12-13 million possibly I would think it's going to be similar. double the money at least yeah I think it's going to be similar to what you're probably going to pay Rizzo maybe a few million less but uh, you've got them tied in for a couple of years well, if, and... if, if, if you look at the free agent market the one position that we need really that you can trade for is first base yeah so yes you take Rizzo you absolutely take Rizzo but Rizzo what's he 33 33 now something like that and he's a player so. that's going to be in decline um, and so therefore it makes sense that to chuck as much of the Olsen trade as you possibly can because even centre field, which I should imagine mm. we'll go on to later on, yeah, you've got we'll decent free agents there. Yeah. What you, got, you know, for shortstop, you've got them all elsewhere. What about the Rizzo deal? The, yeah, Freddie Freeman's there, but the Rizzo deal with just experience. About that's leadership. Because from what it seems, we've looked hard he's gone. So we're lacking in probably that real veteran experience in the clubhouse, maybe. Maybe they're looking at that more than the Olsen. Olsen maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think gone. he has. Time. I think he's gone, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to... I think he's... I think he knows that... Cause he could have he had the player option, didn't he? No, they, they declined it. The club declined it. They paid him no, off. But didn't, didn't he have a player option, though? Yeah, but the, the, the club so he, can... He, so he could have said, I want to take that player option. No, they, they basically paid the player option to pay him off. Yeah, so so, it, it, so there's, there's an understanding there that he's he could have gone, no, I'd rather earn the money by playing, being on the squad. So there's like yeah. an understanding that he isn't going to probably going to play for us. But I don't know. I don't think he's coming back. I, really I don't think that. he's coming back. I think he's a bad fit. No, I think, um, I think um, if, what's his name, comes back? Um, Hicks. Hicks comes back. Yeah, I can't think of his name there. I'm too busy looking at Anthony Rizzo's name on the screen, so I pulled his... Stuff up to his age, yeah. Hello. If 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 Hicks comes Hicks. back, he he he's going to be your extra, hopefully your extra outfielder. But Rizzo, yeah, he's thirty two. It's the numbers he put up last season that was very disappointing, especially because well, he York. had when it, cause he had COVID, didn't it? I mean, he was doing well, and then he caught yeah. COVID. Yeah, he started on fire, and that affected him big time. He did, but he, he was never the same player after that, and. I don't know where it is. I mean, his batting average is, is quite low. It was good in 2019. Um, overall, I just think he's he's incomparable to, to Matt Olsen. I mean, you're talking about a guy with almost a six war versus a guy who didn't even get two last season. I mean, it is a big difference. Um, you know, OPS of 9-11 versus Rizzo's OPS of 783. It's... 
yeah, I, I think there is a big difference here. And uh, Matt Olsen's good with the glove as well. Rizzo's exceptionally good with the glove. Um, so uh, you're talking, I mean, I've got to admit, I would rather have Olsen, the way it's looking. And I think, depending who you chuck in there, if it's Voight that's headlining it, I think it makes sense. Throw another couple of guys in there, Garcia. I think we need to stop hugging some of the prospects and just let them go off if it brings us a guys like this it all, in. It all, with, with any trade, it all depends on what you're giving up. Always. Uh, so compared to what you'd be giving a free agent. Yeah. Free agent's just money, so you're not yeah, too uh, what you're not attached to money, for instance, but it depends you can off, be yeah. you can be attached to some sort of player or prospect. Yeah, I mean, Freddie Freeman, you're probably, I'm assuming he got a qualifying offer and rejected it. So Freeman's other interesting one in there. I think um, he goes the back. Yankees, I don't think he leaves. Right, the Yankees so. have spoken to him. They've made it quite open that the Yankees have spoken to him. I think they're speaking to everybody at the moment, to be uh, honest. Yeah, they have to. They're, they're, they'd be doing something very, very bad if they weren't speaking to oh, yeah. yeah, possible free agent they could. I, I'll be surprised if Freddie Freeman's at the Yankees next season. I'll be surprised if he's anywhere other than the Braves. I, I won't be surprised if Matt Olsen's at the... At the Yankees, no, I, th- I think I think that lefty power bat is something they badly need. Um, it's a guy in his prime. He's you know twenty seven year old. I just think everything everything with this guy, you know, doing trades with the A's is not something they're adverse to. Um, I, I think I, I could see that happening. I really could. I just don't want to see DJ left at first. You know, as you try and move the infield round, yeah, and you no. find yourself with DJ stuck at first. So. I think either either that we get, and I feel sorry for the boy actually, but either Rizzo or Olsen are a significant upgrade on what we've had uh, yep. over the last couple of years, and 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 I think Boyd's a player that actually isn't isn't feeling loved in Yankee Land and needs to move on for the sake of his for the sake of his career. Yeah, I, I think unfortunately, much like we spoke about with Garcia, we're selling him at a low point which would, uh, rather than coming off of last season, but I still think he'll get a decent return back on him. You know, he's a power bat. He's he's not bad defence. He's not great, but he's not bad. Um, DJ's an interesting one because if you keep Glaber at second, DJ at third, then does Oshela become a really nice trade piece? I would hate to trade him as well, but... I, I could see That's, that as well. I mean, at the end of the day, they need to jig, they need to rejig this roster. We can't come back with the same plan. Well, on they on, don't they really like the idea of of um of DJ being that utility guy? I do. Want to play I, everywhere. Yeah. So if if you stick him in third and that's his position, you then lose that utility player, don't you? Because you essentially get rid of your third baseman, which is Geo. So I don't necessarily see him getting rid of Geo just yet. And then you've you've got Tyler Wade who. I think I'd rather get rid of Tyler Wade than Gio. But don't. you're not going to get much for Tyler Wade. You're going to I get don't. a decent return on Gio Urshela. An elite. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you will. I mean, he's a, a quality third baseman. Uh, he's proven he can hit in the big league. I, I think Gio, I think there'll be teams in on Gio. Definitely on the money he's on and that kind of stuff. I think there would be teams in on him. I think he's a valuable piece. I think Tyler Wade proved he's... He's good enough to be a utility player. I would love the Yankees to have an infield where DJ LeMahieu was our utility guy that if we were good enough that that was our utility guy but I just I don't know mm. I, I think they need to get creative with this roster they need to change the infield dramatically uh, I heard today Gary Sanchez is available for trade but I don't see anyone touching that so and I don't see what yeah. how we would fix it if we traded them away so the, the, the problem with the catcher position is there's no there's no better replacement available that's what I'm I saying think. I don't so, see anybody so I don't see him doing that with him because if he's doing it with Kyle and I think it's a bit too early for Austin Wells at the moment. He's still yeah. playing in the full league. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It is an interesting one. So, centre field. Let's go to centre field. We'll come back to shortstop last because we've talked about a, a fair bit over the time. Let's go to centre field at the moment. Cashman's made it clear they are looking for a centre fielder. Now, the two names I've heard banded about is the obvious one, Starling Marty, who would be a perfect fit for us. I would, I would, yeah, he would be a perfect fit. Brings speed, brings a glove, brings just batting average, just everything we've been crying out for as a team. I just don't see it happening. I don't know why. 33, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I think he's going to be looking for a monumental deal. And I think the question is, are they willing to move Hicks on? 
because Hicks has got four years left. Is it four years at 40 he's got left? Yeah. So think... that's not beyond the realms of possibility for a team to pick him up. Um, I think it all depends on what Marte wants. I would love Marte. That's the one that I, I, I just don't think. Unless don't now, don't get me wrong, this Yankees, if they go all of a sudden, how Steinbrenner goes, let's go for it this year. You know, we've reset. Yeah. Um, our, our stock couldn't be any lower for the sake of the long-term brand of the Yankees. For this year, Cashman, here's a pile of money. Get it spent. Um, I can't imagine that's a conversation that's happening. But if it was, then, of course, Marte's got to be in that you know, part of that. I just don't see them going for a 33-year-old. He, by the sounds of it, he wants a multi-year deal. He's not going to be taking one-year deals. No, no chance. So I don't see them going multi-year. Minimum on, four, I think he'll get. On a 33-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we we brought back Brett Gardner to play centre field this season. So, <laughs> but um, the other I think, name, I think. I think, I think the, sorry, I you go, sorry? the other issue. The other issue is your player options. You know, if if you have an extender, so you offer him a four year deal with 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 add ons after that point, or for example, you go for a say say he wants a five year deal when you pay mega bucks the first three years. And then you reduce it for years four and five. I think I think that's the way you can front load a deal for a player. Yeah, like you that. can, but that the, could work for the team. The AAV I think is balanced out anyway. But I, I I think the thing with a deal like that is it would have to be sort of incentive laden, if you know what I mean. It'd have to be hitting certain key markers too. And I don't think I think he'll have enough of a market where he doesn't need to sign a deal like that. So I I just I don't know. I just have a bad. I, I would love him. I think he's a perfect fit. I just don't see it happening. The other name I've heard banded about is Brian Reynolds via trade from the Phillies. That's, that's, that, would, that, would, that would take a lot to get him from Pittsburgh, wouldn't it? Yeah, Pittsburgh, sorry. That would take a Phillies. lot. From what I've heard, that would take a lot to get him. He's a switch game. hitter. He's, he's a top player. He would be fantastic. You know, adding a switch hitter in there. Um, can play all the outfield positions. Um, I've just got a sneaky suspicion they're going to pick one more year. Hicks is not going anywhere. Go. I, I, I no, no, not, not, not trading Hicks, but they're going to give think, him one more year to do... I really don't think they will. I don't think they'll take that gamble. I think last year was... Starter. I just don't see it. I think Cashman's made noises about centre field being an important position. I just I can't see how they can go back with that same problem again. I just It's, it's just crying out to bite your arse. Now, what it would give you is Hicks... Coming back with less pressure on him as a utility outfielder. I mean, ten million quid. It's it's not that much more than we we're paying Gardy, was it? We paid would we pay Gardy? Mm-hmm. Well, was last it season it was cheap. Last yeah, I think it was. So I, I could see them bringing that back and having insurance sort of on Hicks. And if if it does work out with Hicks, then happy days. Because um, Gallo is going to be there. You know, Judge ain't going anywhere near Stanton, so. I think that's pretty much locked in. So it's centre field's the only place you can get creative out there. But I think Brian Clint, Reynolds. Apparently, uh, apparently Clint Frazier's uh, being passed that he might be able to come back next year. Oh, no, we still, we still. He'll, he'll be traded as well. Oh, we still on. Can we not package him up? That? They'll package him up with something. And send, get him him, send him to Pittsburgh or somewhere like that. Just yeah, send him for Brian Reynolds. Put the poor, poor boy out of his business. Come on. <laughs> but Jeez. the. the um, the thing with Reynolds is, if you're talking Reynolds and you're looking at Matt Olson, I just don't think we've got the depth in the farm or the guys we would be willing to part with to make these two of these deals happen. That's the I thing. think I think the 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 Reynolds deal would include a lot of people you would probably give up for Olson. That's what the I mean. Olson deal. So you one you other... won't have the cap at all to. I've got to admit, Reynolds I think or... overall, as much as I would love Matt Olson. If it was Rizzo and signing Brian Reynolds, I think would make us a better team. I think that would make us a better team. But yeah, let's let's see how they go on that. Now that the shortstop situation, it looks like some of us might have been on the money. Certainly with the Korea thing, he definitely looks like someone the Yankees are going quite hard after. Yeah, but then but then he comes out with stupid comments about like did you see that comment he made about Jeter the other day? No. So he said Derek Jeter didn't deserve one of the gold gloves he won. Didn't deserve any of them. All right. And things like that. I, I mean, when when you're 
the possible suitors, you go after the guy that's basically the franchise of the last twenty plus years. You don't you don't say things like that, do you? If 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 uh, he, he could think that all he wants. When you're trying to sell yourself to a certain franchise, you don't go after their icon of the recent memory. I put it in the lines. I put it in the lines of when Otto said, you know, that he would strike out Babe Ruth. I put it in that kind of are they, are they trying to position themselves? Uh, for a new generation that he's even better. I I, th- I think the problem you've got is that the Dodgers and the Yanks are going to both pushing for Seager. So you've got to chase uh, Correa as well. And I think, I just think having that bit of a shit in the, in the, in the clubhouse I, 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 works for me, I have to say. I hate him with a passion. I don't like the guy at all. But if he wears pinstripes, I'll be the biggest hypocrite and I'll stick up for him. Everything, I'll stick up for him Twitter, all day long. I'll stick up for him. It's not. It's not, really been a hypocrite. it's not really been a hypocrite because sports is like that. There's guys that are just when they're on your team, you love them, but when you're playing against them, when they're playing against you, you hate them. That's just the way sports is. But I think Korea is a perfect fit for the Yankees. The guy is a grade A arsehole. There's no getting away from that. But he's a clubhouse leader. You were talking about that earlier about the lack of that or losing some guys from that. He's 27 years old. He's I just see him. I, th- I think he's a good fit. I if I had my choice him. of the two, it'll be Korea overseas. Yeah, me too. Samian's also been mentioned in there. Uh, he had yeah, a I th- I, hell of a season last season. I, I think I, you know. You look at the Rangers are going to spend some serious dough this year. I think the Mariners are going to start to do some business out there as well. I think there are. I think there are enough places that all these shortstops can land. I just think the Dodgers are going to go hard to keep Seager. And I think it's the question is, does Seager want want the change? Does he does he feel that, you know, that, and I, I personally think they're going to go after Seager more. Will, will the Dodgers be able to give him the money he wants? I know they've got, they they've got a lot. They spend what they need to spend. Yeah, they're talk, you're talking a big deal. It's not like a, a, yeah. a like an expensive deal, but oh yeah, it's a big, big deal he's going to get. I just don't know whether they can... And they well, have they can't afford there's no MLD B team that couldn't afford it whether they, whether they want to pay that kind of money. Yeah, you're going to get the three. He's going to go, you know, 300 million, probably just under, I would guess. I would yeah. think just under, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's under. I think it's just over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have Trey Turner, the Dodgers, though. Mm-hmm. So they don't really need uh, Seager, which I think is going to play a part. It depends what other needs they've got. I've never, I've not actually looked at their roster to see what their major needs are. Um, I think Scott Boris is his agent, though. And Scott Boris is probably the happiest man on the planet right now when you've got the Dodgers and the Yankees both bidding for your free agents. You oh, know, yeah. you, you, you are seeing dollar signs, you know, all the time. That's so, I, I mean, for me, I'm happy with either of them. We just need a fucking short stop, to be honest with you. I would take Simeon quite gladly. Um, for me, I think I think it's the question of Volpe. When does he come through, and 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 how much do they actually believe in him? Yeah. So therefore, you know, we've said before about moving Seager to third. I think the fit is just better for Seager. Uh, I just want that bit of a shit in the clubhouse right now. Yeah, I, I think to be well, Semien obviously can play second or third as well. But um, I think Korea with his arm strength will play well at third as well. I don't, I don't think. Possibly better than Seager, actually. He's got better arm strength than Seager. So I don't know if I'd be too worried about that with Korea. I think I just, I just think he's the guy we need right now. He's a big star. He's an asshole. He's going to bring, you know, top level. I don't know what his war was last season, but he's going to bring sort of that elite sort of level player. Something we're missing in infield. So. So, so, but the problem is that we've been talking about trash cans and we'll go on to another player in a moment, no doubt. Cole. Correa, plus another one that might be, you know, a former Astro. At what point do we get to stop being angry about the bin thing if we end up signing? So, you know, we're going if you can't to get them, join them. Through next or something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well. At the end of the day, I mean, it's it, if they make us a better team, I think you've got to look past that stuff. So, yeah, for me, for me, I. Every, I don't know about you guys, but every time Houston lose another World Series, less I care about the one they won. Because at the moment, they're losing more than they're winning. Yeah. Which kind of, for me, sort of just goes, oh, there you go. 
it yeah. almost solidifies that, that they can't win without cheating. So I go, you know what? Keep losing. Keep yeah. losing World Series. And they are about to kind of head backwards a little bit, aren't they? With the, the guys they're losing, the players they're losing and stuff like that. So they, they could be in for a tough few years anyway. But, ach, mate, I'm over it. I'm not over yeah, it. Yeah, I am as well. I, really, I'm yeah. kind of over it, you know. I, I'm willing to put it in the past now. And if, if Korea comes in and, and takes us to that next level in the infield, I'm all for it. And you're right enough, that does bring us on to um, some strange ones that have been banded about. But I thought the Justin Verlander one, I, he's got a qualifying offer, so there's a draft pick attached to him. So technically, if we sign Korea and sign Justin Verlander, you're giving two draft picks to the Astros. I don't like that. But he's talking about, like, multi-year deal. Do you want my, do you want my honest reaction to this? Yes. I thought he retired. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him I, back so soon I, either. I thought he had Tommy John. I, I swear he to did. God, he retired. He did have Tommy John. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, and I thought he said, right, I'm I'm now retired. I And when I hear about him doing, like, like a showpiece kind of throwing bullpen section, I'm like, didn't didn't he retire? Oh, supposedly he threw supposedly he threw ninety seven miles per hour, but I don't know. I just the whole Kluber experiment this year just has put me off these reclamation type guys. Yeah, but you, I you, you, this is different though. This is it is very different is because Kluber was up, cheap. Step up, and... but Kluber was cheap. Kluber was a former double side young winner, but he was cheap. Yeah, but this guy's, is but this a guy, little a notch up from Kluber. Yeah, notch up slightly, but he's older. He's I could understand it with Kluber, but Kluber was cheap. This guy's got a qualifying offer, so you're losing a draft pick, and you're talking twenty five million a year on a two year deal. You know, they were talking fifty to sixty million two year deal. He's not he's not cheap. But now, I think that, that this is the one for me. If the Yanks say this is the deal they're willing to present, then I'm like, well then we must be going after something. We 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 must yeah, be serious but, this year if you're going to chuck money at this man at this you know at this age. I just think there's I, better I, I, money to be spent and maybe Robbie Ray or Strowman or someone. But although Strowman's burnt his bridges, yes, did you see his outburst on Twitter? Yeah, again, he's a knobhead. Anyway. He, he is a knobhead, but did you see? It? I I I thought it was a strange way he went about it. Did you see this? Yeah, I see. But he posted a, a gift and he. Had, like someone asks you to go into the Yankees. And somebody posted a picture of him with Yankees gear on and he replied back saying... The, the implied that never. No, I'm not. No, well, I think the, the guy, I think the guy done it and he replied back with something funny and then someone else kind of said, oh, you hate the Yankees. And then he just said, look, go off my page, mate, what you coming on? You, you guys started this and now you're having a go at me. And then he said something else. Then he said, like, the Yankees spend a fortune, win nothing. They've won nothing since 2009. With the amount of money they spend, they should be winning more than they win. Uh, I just thought, he clearly does not... Yeah, he's got a point, but he clearly does not want to come to New York. And he's he's just... I've come to the Yankees, sorry, and he's laid it down there. So it looks like he's hoping to get back to the Mets or somewhere else. I've always thought he's a little bit overrated anyway. I like him as a picture. I think he's a little bit overrated. I think he's a perfect number two to slot in behind Cole. But anyway, two. number two. I would have him as a number two. Yeah, I'm thinking he's three, got a better ERA three, than any number twos we've had in probably the last seven years or something. But yeah, I would I would have had him in there. But anyway, it's it's an ongoing. The, the problem when you're assessing pitches is what about spider attack? What was the you know is the what's the what's the forty year old Justin Verlander going to be like without? the sticky stuff or what kind of sticky stuff is he is he going to be working with because he really did find a new level when he when he hit the astros didn't he now i i but i think that 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 extra presence in there i almost think one of the problems we've had is that because we said cole is the ace and cole gets his personal catcher and cole gets this and he's a he's a pitching savant and he does all these kind of things that actually i think he needs another voice in the rotation with him to temper that because it feels to me that they gave up so much and then when he doesn't deliver the world comes showering down so i i'm the money's huge i mean the money's huge for a man of that age 
Um, and if he goes and plays for somebody else, I'm going to be like going, oh, what a waste of money. I can't believe that he's knackered. He's just coming back from Tommy John. You know, you know. But if he signs for us, I'll be like, well, no, that's, I, I'll be honest with you. It's not my, you know, it's, it's not my money. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if this, because they've done the, the pitching show with him and stuff like that. He's done his showcase. Uh, but something about Cashman, he does like to pick up an older an older picture. It, it, it does seem a bit old to me. me for me, it all depends on what the budget is. If, if, if they're willing to do, let's, let's just say Dreamworld, they're going to do what the Dodgers have been doing in the last few years. If they want them, they're going to get them. They don't worry about the money anymore. Then yes, by all means, go and spend your million on him or whatever. If it's, a, if it's the expense of the team, then I think we can get something a bit better. Or not necessarily better, but cheaper option and improve the team elsewhere. So it all depends on that for me anyway. My bet Sorry, Daniel. I bet he pitches mornings than Trevor Bauer next year. I'll tell you that. That's <laughs> I, uh... Don't get him started with Trevor Bauer, man. Come on. Nicer guy. <laughs> yeah, could not but... happen to a nicer, I, I more just, overrated guy. I just think guys coming back from. I know Tommy John's. It's not quite routine these days, but it is getting that way. But a lot of guys take a full season to come back for Tommy John, and that's why I was quite surprised by the the Noah Syndergaard deal. There was a bit of. Bit of chatter back and forward on it. I did not. Firstly, I thought it was crazy to knock back the qualifying offer because I thought you're not going to get more than 19 million on a one year deal. If he did, they got 21 million. I, I think it's hugely risky for a guy who's not pitched for two years. Equally, I think there's a lot of risk involved in Justin Verlander. Maybe the second year will be better, but I want us to compete next season while we've still got, you know, guys in their prime. Um, Robbie Ray. Rob, we know your answer to that. He's available. I don't need to say. I don't need to say. I mean, you know, it's about where he is in his rotor. How much is Robbie Ray going to get paid this year? He did have a year unlike any other last year, and can he repeat that? He's that's, realistically that's the question, though, isn't it? That's it's always a question. Uh, yeah. He's a three realistically. So if you if you want to be a World Series winning team, he's probably three in your rotation. So therefore, that links to how much money you're willing to spend on him, really. He's a three that's probably going to get one money just based on that one year, isn't he? So yeah. I, yeah, I would personally... I think one money might be... But, but two I, would stay, I would stay clear. I would stay clear. I, I, I would just too much will. of an investment. For, I mean, for I think if you look at if you look at the last few seasons, I mean, 2020, all right, it was a weird, weird year. His flip was up at two with Arizona. It's never... The few seasons before that, 1.35... And then he suddenly has a career year where he brings it down to close to one. He's got his locations. You know, he's, he, the fact is he, he was locating a hell of a lot better this year. Just gone. He, you know, and that, and, and actually, therefore, do not rock the boat. I think the Blue Jays, because they've extended Berrios, I think they've got a, yeah. fair, a fair amount of cash. I can see him staying at the, at the Jays. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a tough team next season again. Right. I don't know who else is going to come into the mix there. Um, shares are available. There's a few others. I don't know. There's guys out there. There's Chris. Want... Sorry, go back to the centre field. There's Chris Taylor from the Dodgers. He's a free agent. Is he? I didn't notice that. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's a free agent. So he's one that could go. But I reckon he's going to get decent money over over years. Not sort of your Correa's or your Seager money, but he's going to get decent money from what I've. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. It was totally turned down the. He was going to turn down the qualifying offer from the Dodgers. I actually had the list the other day of. Have a little look for me. Yeah, qualifying offers. Um, he's a free agent, twenty twenty two, which that means now, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think if you look at if if we make significant, he yeah. can play in infield as well. Yeah, yeah. If if we make significant upgrades, first base, centre field. I, shortstop, absolutely, and another starting pitcher. Ideally, I'd like two, to be honest with you, but, you know, but I think one's more realistic. Then yeah. you've got to be hopeful for this team that they are I think so. significant improvements. I mean, if you were to kind of have either Reynolds or, or Marty coming in at centre field, Rizzo or Olsen at first base, and Correa or even Seager um, at shortstop, it transforms the squad. Right up the middle, I think it makes a big difference to to the whole team. 
Um, and then you add in, I think we need another another ace behind Cole. I don't know what Seve's going to bring next year. It's a complete unknown. He could be back to the guy he was. Or he looked, he looked pretty good in his little sort of cameo at the end of the he season. Did the he did the and stuff. Good. Yeah, he did. Um, so hopefully, you're hopeful that he can get back to his best. If he had a full, yeah, full spring training. Yeah, if you had a one, season, two, three yeah. punch with them and then your other guys that fill out the bottom of the rotation, I think the rotation looks pretty good. If you bring someone in, I'm saying for that second spot. It, yeah, I think the pitching's there. Bullpen needs a little bit of work, but it's one of the things Cashman as good at is finding decent bullpen arms to, to kind of fill the pen out. So yeah, I think we're I think we've been in good shape. We cannot trade Les Iger though. That would kill me. Um okay. So that's us kind of covered that. Right, Jack, let's go on to the predictions then. Let's, <laughs> let's, emba- let's embarrass this as well. Okay, right. Do you know what's funny? Mark was going to join us tonight and then suddenly he couldn't join us tonight when you said we were doing the predictions, which is the worst. <laughs> because it was it was us four that were on the um... <laughs> it was, yeah on the prediction pod. So, right. So where, where do I start? I suppose we've started with the AOE, don't we really? Um, Rob, do you, do you want to do have a guess of who you picked? We'll, we'll do that. Have a guess who you picked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ed, what you actually did pick. I, I, I think I might have blindly <laughs> gone with a little team from New York. Uh, and then yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll speed this up. All four of us went for the Yankees. That's, that's not surprising. Yes. Um, right. The central. Who did you go for, Rob? Socks? Did I go for the white socks? You did go for the white socks. So you were you were spot on on that one, uh, Kev. I didn't go for the white socks. I think I went for the twins. Did I? No, you went. You went for the white socks. Did I? All mm-hmm. right. Mark went for the twins, and I went for the white socks. With three of us, Mark. Uh, Rob, yeah, yeah. But Rob, you're two for two so far, aren't you? Oh no, uh, Yankees didn't no. do anything, did they? <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. You know, so I've you know, banged that season out already. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, the West. No, we'll start with Kev this time. Go on, Kev. Who did you pick for the West? The Astros? No. Did I not? Do you want to guess again? Athletics. So, right, did you go by Angels? No, he did go Angels. <laughs> Angels, <laughs> did I? I did. No wonder, though. You did go for the Angels. You did, did go for the Angels. Yeah. Uh, Rob? I kind of hope I went to Houston, but you, probably... you did go for Houston, and you kept saying how in the pod you were going. What was it you were saying? You've made every excuse not to pick Houston, but you went for Houston. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Mark went for Houston as well, and I went for the A's. So I didn't. Um, she went for the A's. I thought yeah. the A's would have been a lot better than they were last season as well. So Kev going for the Angels, um, stunned, yeah. stunned as all. I think. <laughs> uh... Right, we'll start with the NL now. The unknown NL. Right, East. Uh, Rob. Who would I you have gone for? You did go Braves. You you were you were having a good time with these winners. You only had the um Yankees were, were wrong. <laughs> and then and then you went Rob. White Sox, Houston and Braves. So you were you were on a roll at this point during, during the episode. Kev, you went for the Mets. You did go for the Mets. You, you were again pretty teeth, but you And they they were absolutely did. horrendous and it was did, it was um, joyful. <laughs> myself and Mark went for the Braves. So, Kev, you were the odd one out there, yeah. Central. This was a bit of a bloodbath for us, this one, the Central. Yes. Uh, uh, Rob, who did you go for? Cards, probably. You did go for the Cardinals, yes. And Kev, you went for? Cards as well, I think. Did, yes, so did I. Yeah. Mark was the only one that got that right. He went to Brewers. Somehow he managed mm. to pick that rabbit out of the hat. We were all, I think the word easiest the easiest division of the lot. <laughs> I think I think I said um every team's made themselves worse except for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were very we, arrogant. We, we did well one. there. We were arrogant. Um uh, the West. None of us got this. None of us got none of us. One. No chance. <laughs> no, we was we'll spoil that. No one I went with the I went with the Padres, I'm sure. You did Padres, Rob, you went for Dodgers. Dodgers, so did I, and so Hey, to be, to be fair, you guys were very unlucky, but the Padres absolutely stunk the place up. Yeah, which we'll go into in a minute when we go into the the MVP Cy Young thing because yeah, it's bizarre. But anyway, yeah, no, no one, no one managed to foresee the the Giants doing what they did. No. I think we were, I think we were saying the Dodgers hundred and two wins for the for the division. I think they got hundred and two wins and finished second, didn't they? Hundred and six wins and finished second. second. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it was hundred and seven. The Giants got. 
yeah, yeah. So right, the wild card. Wild card. We'll go Kev, you go first. So you give your the, the matchup you thought possibly for the wild card for the AL and the matchup for the 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 um, NL as well. Um, so I think I probably said the Rays and the White Sox. No, you picked them to win, didn't you? You picked them to win the Central. Oh, so I did. Sorry, so did, yeah, you went. Did I Rays. pick the Twins? Did you I pick the went, Twins? Yeah, you did. You go Rays. Did I pick Rays, the Twins? twins. They were absolutely horse shit. They were. They were, <laughs> they were diabolical. Oh, and and oh. the NL, NL, you went. The NL, I think. Did I go Atlanta and? Possibly the Phillies? No, the Dodgers. You Dodgers. Did. You, got, you got the Dodgers in the wild card, but not for the, not the Dodgers. The Giants, yeah. Dodgers and Braves. Braves, yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. Rob, yep. your, a, your AL wild card was? Rays. A's? No. No, did I go Blue Jays today? No. Go on, no. Go on, no, go on, go on. I don't know. I don't know. Boston. <laughs> you can't, you know, I don't think you could have been further from getting this right. You went Angels. <laughs> win. So, oh. Jack, you froze there, mate. Just as you said that, the screen froze. Sorry, sorry. You went, you went, angels and twins. Somehow so you I, managed to I, really I get that the, off. I, I went for the remedial play, <laughs> play off there, so that's good. Okay, cool. yeah, they had their own little game somewhere, but yeah. wasn't part <laughs> of the actual season. Um, NL was. Oh God, um, Mets. And Padres, yeah, 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 yeah. That's in Padres. Um, Mark went for the White Sox and the A's in the AL, and the Padres and the Cards for the NL. I went Astros Twins, so I was on the Twins train as well. That, that episode, we were, yeah, we were, we were, all we were loving a bit of Twins, weren't we? Um, and Padres and Mets, I thought was the obvious wild card in the NL as well. But see, to be fair, the Padres and the Twins coming into the season both looked in a good place. Mm-hmm. And massively stunk the place up. And so did the Mets actually. The Mets, the yeah. Mets looked in a good place as well and massively stunk the place up, which was yeah, yeah. joyous. Right, so Rob, what was your World, World Series matchup? I probably went Yankees Dodgers. You did. Uh, Mark went for Yankees Dodgers as well. I went for Yankees Dodgers. Kev, <laughs> this is the part of the episode which Mark gave out one of the best. Sort of reactions Did to anything I've heard. Something. I went. I just went completely mad and said like the twins versus the. I'm trying to even think who it was. In the no, no. no, you went, went Dodgers. You went Dodgers. I'll give you that. Dodgers. Dodgers and who did you have in the AL reaching the World Series? White Sox. Nope. Oh shit! I can't even remember. Who did I say then? White Sox. You went the Angels somehow. Oh, Angels, so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was a wee bit high on Otani at the yeah. time. Yeah, you went. Not only did you Trout. say the Angels win or get into the World Series, but you said they're going to beat the Yankees in the That's ALCS. Right. That's right. I remember that. Wow. And that let yeah. out Mark with a. Oh, it was, it was glorious. I, I urge everyone to go back and listen to that moment where Kev said the Angels are going to win the ALCS. <laughs> yeah, there was, there, there was definitely alcohol involved in that podcast. Yes. As there is in every podcast. You must have been talking to Otani's. Uh, I was um, extremely high on Otani at the time, I've got to admit. With good reason, to be fair, but yeah. I thought him and Trout would be a good Which is very strange, and... because next comes our AL Cy Young. Um, which is very apt, because we're about to talk about him. But who did we predict, rather than what, obviously, we predict at the start of the season? I'm this sure... Part, Rob, we know who the three are. I'm sure who Rob said Garrett Cole. Rob, you, who did you go for in the AL Cy Young? I probably went Garrett Cole. You did go Garrett Cole. And the NL, you went? Garrett Cole as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even think who I went for the... No, I don't know. No, I don't no you know. went Walker Bueller, which wasn't a no, bad right. shout at that moment. It's yeah. not a bad shout. I don't know. Uh, Mark went Cole and Bueller as well. So you two were in sync on that one. He copied me. He copied yeah. me. I went... Um, funny, I think you were last on all of them because you were hosting. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went Cole and DeGrom. DeGrom was a good guy at the start of the season, obviously not seeing all the injuries. Kev, you went NL was DeGrom with me, and your AL was, who would you have gone in the AL? Considering you were very high on Otani, as you've said in this. Yeah, I didn't, very, I very, did, I didn't you did not go Otani. for Otani. <laughs> no, I didn't go for Otani. <laughs> I'm trying to actually 
think who oh man, I can't even think who I did go for now. No. no said, we said this the, the words there was two outstanding pitchers was Cole and Bieber. Bieber. We went for you went for Bieber. That's right. I do remember um, now. Right. Oh, Justin. Again, we're gonna to go to the MVPs, what actually turned out to be the three best, but we're gonna go for what we decided now. Um AL MVP Rob, who did you go for? Otani. I went for Otani. You, you, you did go. I you remember were, that. I remember that. You were sipping something what Kev was sipping. Um and the NL you went for. Uh probably something like Mookie or something like that. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. You went you went bets. Um Mark went trout and soto. Um, nice. I went DJ and Betts. And I thought DJ and May would have a bit of a season. Kev, remember you were sipping on this Otani juice. What did you go for as your AL MVP? <laughs> um, uh, who did I go for now? I can't even remember. Judge? No, you went Trout, for DJ. You went for DJ as well. Oh, I did go for DJ. Let me hear you. Yeah. You went DJ and Tatis Jr. So, Tatis, cause, yeah. Cause considering you had. Um, the Angels get into the World Series. Yeah, I was a bit high and Otani, beating but... the Yankees. You didn't have you didn't have Otani winning the MVP or the Cy Young and <laughs> Trout as well. Yeah. Somehow, all three of those things would not have happened. Yeah, the Angels. I've got to admit, I did, to make it. I didn't see. I was looking at young younger guys for certainly the NL, but the L. I get caught up in the whole DJ Lemayhew thing. <laughs> I did. I, I. It's Rob's fault. It's Rob. He just drags you down the Yankees <laughs> and the best at everything thing. It just gets you, it gets you sucked I went into Atari. it. I went, I went, yeah, you did, mate. I went Atari. You did. So you did. I, I, I don't suppose you, 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 ta- you tallied the overall scores to see who... who, oh, who no, I, know, I didn't well go well done, Rob. I hope you put that one at the bookies, mate. <laughs> by, by, by the end of it, I was just going, oh, my God. So I, even the thought of tallying up the scores, <laughs> I was ready to have a shower down after this. Into yeah, this day. Um, was certainly I, one I, clear I, winner. I do remember saying that I thought the Braves would go quite deep. If I remember rightly, yeah, yeah you had them. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. You, we did do the how sort of the division series would play out, mm. but I didn't want to go into all that. I thought we'd try and make this under two hours long. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. call. <laughs> right, so now we've done that. Now we know who the candidates are. Who do we think is going to win it? Now I think there's some pretty obvious ones in here. Um, so let's start with the NL Cy Young because that's the way I've got them listed on my screen. Corbin Burns, Zach Wheeler, or Max Scherzer for the NL Cy Young. Mark has chosen Corbin Burns. Me personally, I would go for Scherzer. I think it's going to be Burns as well. I can't say I watched much of him. I know there was a lot of I, I think Cor- how he I was... think Burns might win it, but I would pick Scherzer personally. Yeah, I think there's a lot of hype about how he was pitching, so I think that will earn him. Yeah, Scherzer's numbers are otherworldly. He's unbelievable how good his numbers were. I had a little nosy at them just um, earlier while we were talking. Um, his whip was 0.864 over 180 innings. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just exceptional yeah. level. Exceptional. Um, ERA 2.46, but yeah, um, Corbin Burns also had an exceptional season, um, but yeah, only 167 innings pitched in comparison, but 0.94 whip, 2.43 ERA. I do think he will win it. I think the buzz is all around him, but Mm -hmm. I would have Scherzer personally. I think Burns. I, I, I think Burns. Uh, simply because of the buzz alone, because it's the way the voting goes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go back. Yeah. Can we, can we call him Robbie? Robbie. <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> yeah. he, likes, he likes his deeps and tatties. Yeah. He does. Um, okay. AL Cy Young. This one's quite interesting because none of them are even close to the level of the, the three guys in the NL Cy Young in terms of their numbers. But you've got Robbie Ray. Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn. And this is what I was going to talk about. I was talking about earlier. What is it with these guys who were mega average for the Yankees and then go on and move to an elite level? I mean, Lynn was, he did nothing really for us. He was all right. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great. And then now he's in the Cy Young. It's, it's the facial hair. 
It's the facial hair. It's the, I think it's, it could it's, be a point, by the way. Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> I, I, I think Beard's brain power. Beards, beard, you know, they, they, they look more sinister with a beard. Uh, and I think, you know, that's that's the only that's the only obvious answer as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so you've, you've got Lance Lynn Sorry. with a <laughs> ERA of uh, 2.69, you know, 2.7, 157 innings pitched. Um, I'm going Robbie Ray. 1.07. Yeah, Ray's going to win it. Ray's going to win it. Much as I'd love Cole to win it. Cole, Ray's, Ray's going to win it. Cole had it in his hands until probably September happened, I think. And then, so he had that groin injury. He never yeah. really came back from that. Yeah. Can I, can I just check if Robbie Ray does win it? Will you all climb out of my ass about the fact that I thought we should sign Robbie Ray? Is that no? Because it was a blind bit of luck. There was no <laughs> skill yeah. with judging. It was based on his name. There was nothing uh, it was, else. Yeah, nothing honest. else. Scout, I'm, I'm like an I, I just, I, I could see the potential once he got his location right. You got, you know, give me, it's nothing to do with the name apart from everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah. But Robbie yeah. Ray, get your woggle on, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Robbie Ray only won 13 games, 2.8 for ERA, 193 innings pitched, 1.04 whip. Garrett Cole's whip, 1.059, wasn't far away. 3.23 ERA, unfortunately. Uh, 16 games, 181 innings pitched. So Lance Lynn kind of falls behind because he only pitched 157 innings, but they're all very similar in their numbers. Um, obviously, Cole's ERA is a bit bloated compared to the other two guys, but I think Robbie Ray wins that one, yet. Yeah. Um, so, hang on, I've got the wrong one. Um, NL MVP... Now, I think this is tight as it comes. You've got Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis Jr. Soto. Soto? It's only a two-horse race, is it? Tatis Jr. can't. can't win. Yeah. He, he's there because he's they had to pick three, didn't they? I think, I think Harper wins it, you know? Tatis Jr. had a war of 6.6. 42 home runs, 282 batting average. OPS in 9.75, and you think he doesn't deserve to be there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. The thing, the thing that, I, the thing that I was going to mention earlier. I mean, 42 home runs, 282 batting average, 9.75 OPS. What do they have? Oh, probably 130 games. I'm just trying to look at their game stats. Bryce Harper, 35 home runs, 309 batting average, OPS of 1.044. Exceptional, 5.9 war, a bit less. Juan Soto, 29 home runs, 313 batting average, OPS in 999. I think Bryce Harper wins it personally, based on numbers. Yeah, I think that's who wins. I think Harper wins it. But I think they're all good candidates. But it's interesting, we talked about how much the Padres suck. And how could you suck that badly when you've got two players like that on your team? Well, well, the Angels have sucked for years and they've had yeah. Mike Trout on their team. I know, but having two guys at that level. Okay, well, the, the Angels have sucked recently and they've had Otani and Trout on their yeah. team. I know, it's crazy. It, 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 I was actually going to get to that point, but yeah, it is absolutely nuts. And we'll get to the Blue Jays in a minute as well. I personally think Harper wins it. I think Tatis deserves to be in there by far. I think he had a great season. Um, amazing young player. And he's a bit of swagger, which I like. Um, AL MVP. It's going to be Otani, let's be honest. But Otani, um, Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Marcus Semien. I would like to see Guerrero Jr. winning it, but you can't take it away from Otani just because of what he's done on both sides of the ball. It's exceptional what he's done. It's Babe Ruth type stuff. We have this discussion every year about is it the best player or was the most valuable? And I, and I do think the most, uh, I, I, forward, yeah. I think it's Jack in the past that I think that to me the most valuable, valuable is do you take your team over the top? Are you the player that does that? That's the question with Trout over the past. Yeah. But you can't deny that you've got a once in a generation player here. 
in Atani, who if he when he hits free agency, the day he does that is it's we're gonna be talking frightening. His frightening war figures. this season was nine point one. Nine point one. I mean, it's just insane. That's because he can do it both sides of the ball. But Marcus, uh, Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Junior. is twenty-two years old, forty-eight home runs, three eleven batting average, one point zero two OPS, slugging six oh one. I mean, he's exceptional. So if, if, point... if you're falling into what did that one player do for the team and where they took their team in value, not necessarily yeah. in skill and. Who's the better player? Because we all agreed that Otani is the better player because he can do two, he can pitch and yeah. hit and play outfield. And but I, I personally would go for Vlad Guerrero Jr. because he took, he carried that team from I think we were saying maybe third or fourth in the division before the season to almost third. knocking the Yankees out of a wild card spot. Yeah, uh, but he did so, have a. Lo- he did have a little bit of help because Marcus Semien put up a season as well. Oh, Four, yeah. 45 he, home runs, um, 102 ribbies, 7.3 war for him as well. Um, I mean, that from your shortstop, getting that kind of return for your shortstop position is unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I think when you look at the L, the NL um, Cy Young versus the AL Cy Young, I think there's a big, big gap between the two. I think the, the NL pitchers are definitely quite a league ahead I think in the the MVP standings it's pretty close yeah I'm going to go it's obviously a tanny in that so our decision is Burns Ray Harper or Tani yeah I'm happy with that right what did Mark say because Mark did send us a message earlier Mark I remember he said oh come on Where is it? He said, uh, Otani, Ray, Ray Soto, Soto Sorry, it took ages to load up there. It was trying to load the history up for me for a second and it came up. Yeah. Alrighty. So, I think that's us pretty much covered everything we wanted to cover tonight. Um, as I said, we'll be back if any big news breaks. Um, I think we'll be back. We've got a bit more to talk about. Um, the winter meetings, I think, are they finished now? I think the GM meetings, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the, so... the, the, they're on the owner meetings at the moment. I think what happens on Friday with the 14 man is going to be really, really interesting. Uh, because the Yanks have got a lot of work to do there. And what's what's it, what's going to be more interesting? Some of these players want to get signed before the CBA, before the so, CBA, yeah, 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 before the I, lockout. I, I, yeah, I think we're going to have. A, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about uh, in the lead up to this, actually, which will be. Do we have nice. a date for the CBA? It's the side of baseball that bores me to death. Yeah. I hate it as well, Jack. It's the side of baseball that any interest at all. Really. But it's yeah. the side of baseball that tells us if we get a London series again or not. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a date for the CBA, Rob? Do you know? We. Do but I think it's like January. I think they're going into this the start of the start of next was, year. I thought it was December, but I could be wrong. I mean, that you I think you're picking small holes there between December and January. To be honest with you, let me have a look. It's a, it's a small hill to die on there. I think what you'll find is that it will be December and January and February, and it will probably go on some way into negotiations. Of May negotiations start the start of December. Well, they've um, started, haven't they? They've started already. Yeah. They're so, not getting along. Yeah. So it, c- it could run on and on. But yeah, as we said, there's a few players we're talking about getting signed before it. So that could be quite interesting. Um, as I say, we'll be back. Hopefully, if some stuff breaks with us, we'll be back um, as soon as we can. In the meantime, the stranded at third base will continue. Um, Sarah Briggs is up next. And after that, I think Dave Andrews might be after that one. So. Yeah, we'll keep them coming. And uh, yeah, I think Mark and Rob had some ideas for other 
off-season podcast, but I don't know if you've actually pushed it through yet. Yeah, the problem is, is that I'm too busy trying to invent the wind-up, uh, wind-up toaster. Wind-up toaster. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's, that's taking up all my time. You yeah, I big, mean, hopefully, you are a big wind-up bastard. So you think you would be able to? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just amazing. All the, all these desert island films you see where they've got a fire and you have to create a wind-up toaster. <laughs> you, know, you just couldn't, you, you couldn't toast bread over fire. I don't, fire, I don't think, it. I don't think he was on board with the whole concept of a, <laughs> of a, um, yeah. Uh, but there we've got some ideas, and, and, and I think hopefully we'll get a couple of interviews going. I think the problem is, is that because everything's in such a state of flux, um, no one knows whether they're coming or going. And I, I, I think I kind of hope we're in for a, an off season like no other, where the Yanks, I, we we just we just need the Yanks to go for it. And, I, and I'm kind of hoping we're going to have enough content with us where we actually go, woohoo, we've actually signed someone. Um, yeah. That would be, be a nice position to be in. I just hope with this new CBA, it makes things move a bit faster this year. It totally sucks so, when the big guys are still on the market in February. It's, it's just it's not the same. It's all about the salary cap, guys. You know that. It's all about can they increase the salary cap? Do they decrease the salary cap? Yeah, I, I, do think, I do think they're looking at bringing in a floor, which I think is a good thing. Um, if they bring that in, I think the players will support it, but I don't think they'll allow them to drop the, the top end down to suit it. So... It's going to be a long negotiation, I think. Anyway, guys, thanks for thanks for your time tonight. It's been enjoyable to catch up and chat Yankees again. And I'll speak to you all soon. Mm-hmm.